Here's a news flash. Surprise, surprise. Well, look at you. The whole world is watching for my next move. Oh my God. Times have changed. There are no rules. You're gonna love it. Hi, and welcome to Skip Intro, the podcast from Binge, all about the world's best television. Each week, we're here to discuss the biggest new shows on Binge, along with our dinner party recommendations. My name is John Boehm, here with Ali Herbert Burns, and together we look after all the great TV and movies that you see on Binge. Ali, we're so excited about one show this week. That's the big headline. What are we talking about? Clear the schedule. I am so excited. We can finally talk about The Staircase, the HBO Max drama that brings to life one of the most famous true crime series of the last few decades and one of the most intriguing crimes of the last couple of decades. And it is good, people. I can't wait. So, yeah, let's just talk about that this week and we can still do a dinner party Rex, but I just think there's too much to talk about to cover another new show as well. And I think this show is going to have everyone talking. So let's get into it. Now, well, why don't we get marking My wife, she had an accident. What kind of accident? She, she fell down the stairs. No, she's not breathing. There were 35 cuts and bruises and seven deep lacerations to the scalp. Someone's holding something caused the impact to make these wounds. Make any adjustments you see fit. It's a witch hunt. Based on the French true crime documentary series of the same name, The Staircase is the brand new drama from HBO Max starring Colin Firth as Michael Peterson, the novelist accused of murdering his wife Kathleen, portrayed by Tony Collette, who was found dead at the bottom of the staircase in their family home. The drama not only tells the story of the scandalous and twist-filled crime, but also the French film crew who documented the crime and turned it into an international sensation. Ali, this just has so much going for it. I don't even know where to start. John, oh my God, I don't know. I say The Staircase is so amazing because it is based on a true story. It is brilliantly acted and brought to life in this drama. But what is so interesting about it for me is the layers in this story. It is an element of the lives of the rich and famous. He is quite an accomplished author. They live in this big mansion in North Carolina, a big enough house that actually has two staircases. There's almost like a stairwell at the back of the kitchen like that might have been like a back in the olden days, like servants going up and down it or something. And it's narrow and weird, hence where we go into with this amazing forensic case. But equally, it's kind of what actually happens inside marriages and behind closed doors. You know, the neighbours that you think you live next to, the people that you think you know, people that have a great marriage and, and children and what comes apart in the story of Michael Peterson and the complexity of his life, the lives, the hidden stories, previous marriage and and time in Germany. Every time you don't think this story can get any more amazing, something else drops in to what's going on. And what is so interesting about the French documentary, but what they also do really well in this drama, in my opinion, is you're seeing from the view of the defence that he's hired to try and get him through this defence and the view of the documentary filmmakers who every time something was breaking in this story must have just been thinking, well, can this get any... How have we been so lucky to stumble uh, Can this get any more crazy because now you've got a potential other death at the bottom of a staircase. You've got children and the complexities in the family dynamics of a mother dying and whether the father's done it, but they're stepchildren and they're adopted children and they're half-brothers and sisters. And, and the ex-wife. And- oh, my gosh. And then he lies about so many different things. So, yeah, there's just... So I think of the things that when you think about a show that you love and you get into, 
you almost can't believe this is true. There's, if you were watching this and it wasn't based on truth, you'd be like, oh, you're just pulling the pud now, like as if that would actually happen, as if that would ever have happened. But people, this all happened. So I dare you to not go down the rabbit hole of uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure people will be flicking over to Netflix and watching the original French documentary series. I actually watched it years ago. I found myself going back to it to refresh stuff as well. Well, just on the original, I think it's yes. worth noting. I watched this at film school. Like this is how like iconic this series is I think it's you know it's not unfair to say it almost like invented the true crime series genre Mm -hmm. because I remember this was like 2004 or 2005 Mm -hmm. watching it in film school and them talking about how rare it was for a documentary to have like multiple parts and obviously today every documentary is like an eight-part extravaganza but at the time it was rare that this like documentary would go over multiple episodes of the same story. Like it completely invented this genre pre-streaming and pre-Netflix, but obviously has exploded as a result of streaming. And I've got so many questions about this because I think there were over 600 hours that were captured by that documentary film crew that moved from, from Paris to North Carolina to, you know, to follow this story. It was one of the longest court cases in the history of the state at the time. It was actually originally going to be a film. And then as they got into it, again, because I said there's just so many elements to this story, you're like, well, we're not going to fit this all in 90 minutes or two hours. So then it became 10 episodes, didn't it? And then I think Netflix years later made an extra two or three because there's another chapter to his story, which... I don't yeah. Want to totally give away. No, so there was the original documentary series that like got sold around the world and was a really big deal and then they made a little sequel themselves which then got sold around the world and then Netflix bought it up and then made those additional like two or three final episodes. Again, like is there a conclusion to this? Well, like no spoilers obviously, but it feels like it has taken so long to get to where we are now. It is a conclusion. I don't think you'll ever know whether he really did it or not. Yeah. But if you've watched Making a Murderer, at the end of that first season of 10 episodes, you were like what's going to happen here and they came back a few years later with another one but that is still very much a court case that isn't kind of hasn't maybe had the resolution that people wanted it to have he's still in jail and yeah just caught up in the courts this has played out through the court it actually happened in December 2001 so it starts off all being set around the time of September 11 and kind of the last few months leading into Christmas 2001 and the final kind of legal part of the story is in 2017 so you've kind of had the 16, 17 years of this story and we are now watching a kind of contained version. But one thing I really want to point out is that it's really different to the true crime series is there are eight episodes in this story. We've been able to view five of the eight episodes, which are the five that have been released to the press for review. And of the five that I've seen, it's almost the first four are about Kathleen and the court case. And what happens at the end of episode four kind of opens up a whole second story up to where the next four episodes we assume are going. We've seen that five, but kind of where it goes, which is um, a twist in what happens um, in a relationship that forms between one of the French documentary filmmakers and Michael Peterson. So it's really interesting because there's an element that wasn't as covered in the, in the original French documentary, but this other part of his life. And some of the episodes are quite dense. They're covering like the legal theory or watching them prepare for trial. And then you're seeing, you know, a trial scene or a court scene play out. But at the end of the episode, you're just like, (gasps) you're left with a hook that just, golly gosh, you just kind of want to keep going. It's it's been worth the wait. (laughs) I know basically every crime series is about this, but I think this does this so well. And it's just the idea of 
what actually happened in the room. And I think because like, obviously like that's what every crime is about, like what happened in the room. But I think this just somehow capsulates it so well because it's so easy to go, yeah, she fell over. Yeah, she fell down. People fall downstairs. And there's actually, a, I will say, relatively graphic alternate what happened if she actually fell and it's like Tony Collette and you can see, you know, she trips and then she trips again and you're like, oh, and then in your mind, you're like, it's, it's a tragedy and it's sad, but it kind of makes sense at that moment in time. And then Michael is just such a weird guy <laughs> who has all this like history but then at the same time, like I'm watching it going like, oh, just because someone's got a weird past or has a shady side life, like that doesn't make them a murderer. Do you know what I mean? Then in your own mind, you're like, let's not judge someone because in this case, he's bisexual and was a scandalous thing at the time. And he was internet dating and on AOL or whatever. But it's like, that's no reason to kill your wife. And but then they've discovered that someone else fell down a stairwell 20 years before in Germany. What are the like- chances of that happening? Twice. I- I don't know if I had just never seen a, like a crime doco or a crime series in my life, but again, to like go back to my film school days, I remember watching this in film school and like, I swear it being the first time that a twist had ever presented itself into my life. Cause I remember like my mind being blown, just being like another person fell downstairs. Like, <laughs> What are the chances? Yeah. It's like, I'd never realized twists could happen in stories, but yeah, it's that's so what iconic. I think that's so interesting about this because it's true, people. Like, yeah. it's just you're like, this could not be. And like, who was this guy, Michael, to like want to have like, there's an element of narcissism about him. He's super charismatic. There's a great scene where Tony Collette, you know, the wife, Kathleen, says, Don't Michael Peterson me, you know, because yeah. she's used to how good he is with words and arguments. And he can kind of like, argue his way trying to be a politician and and good with words and so you kind of like he's he's clearly a pretty weird guy and then the fact that he even wants a documentary film crew like is, yes, was he really really the... yeah like was he a genius going i need to have my side of the truth captured yeah because i think what that they're in a car when the lawyer or someone is like oh we've been reached out by a french film crew and he's like well the french have good taste and it's like i know and this guy's like a complete like francophile and like wants to retire in paris and blah 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 and so it's like was that just the ego that you were someone was interested enough in your story because this is as you say this was in 2001 2002 it was very unusual this is before the jinx is before making a murder like it would have been a really unusual thing to have a documentary following a case like this like and And to be weeks into being accused of murdering your wife (laughs) to be like yeah let's invite some french people to follow us around and and recreate scenes and and they move into the house it felt like like because they were there for so long and you've got these stepbrothers and sisters like it's they're dealing with a lot and you've got the lack of intimacy of having a massive kardashian style camera in the breakfast room and in the study and the dining room becomes like the war room to, you know, work out the approach and just all the secrets that then came out. When I watched the original true crime series on Netflix, I did feel like, because he is so charismatic, he's put his point of view across. So you are kind of, I felt like I was more on his side through the way it's portrayed. And I think whilst the documentary was originally motivated by the filmmaker, they wanted to look at the US justice system. What you ended up just getting was this melodramatic, amazing, you know, court case. The narcissism of thinking or either thinking I didn't commit this crime and therefore I want a film crew because I've got nothing to hide or I killed my wife 
and I want a film crew to follow me around because I kind of want to be a celebrity because I've written books and I've run for office. And I think he thought he could talk his way out of it. I think that's yeah. the narcissism of like, if you follow me and you can really see me in detail, you'll know that I couldn't have done this. The thing I was thinking about, this is another documentary, the Brittany Murphy documentary, mm. which I think we, we have both watched. Yeah. After her death, her husband invites TMZ or some weird film crew to like walk around the house and they've not packed up anything and he shows her where he died and it's like people like people thought he was involved and he's inviting camera crews into the house and it's just like what is going through people's minds when this happens it's weird but you talked about a scene of um I think towards the end of ep two or three where they showed you how she might have it was almost they show you the scenario of how it could have been an accident Mm. and I think at the end of episode four they show you the alternate view yeah um which was a real yeah shifting moment for me in in this as well and I think that's what's really interesting about this I think anybody that's watched the staircase true crime series will like this because if you've sat through 13 hours or however many hours of the staircase documentary series you'll be deep into this story and I think you'll appreciate the way it's done it brings to life the characters it's it does reference some of the most iconic parts of the documentary series so you know him first walking through the house and telling them how it happens and stuff so it'll kind of bring up lots of memories of that but if you haven't seen the true crime series don't worry like this is just going to be one of the most talked about crime shows ever and people you wouldn't even need to know it was based on a true story it's just so compelling and layered and the performances are exceptional Colin Firth plays Michael Peterson um, with a great American accent Uh, it's quite a quirky accent and he's very if you've seen the documentary series and you see what Michael is like when he talks I think Colin's done a very good job the dynamic between the siblings sibling rivalry kind of like the hierarchy amongst them Sophie Turner plays one of the daughters Patrick Schwarzenegger plays one of the sons like there's an amazing supporting cast we haven't even talked about Julia Minoche yeah, and Parker Posey. Parker Posey, my God, there's so many good people. There's a couple of Australians in the cast. Tony Collette. <laughs> Odessa Young and, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> besides Tony Collette, Odessa Young and Olivia De Jong. Going into this, obviously knowing that Tony Collette dies, sorry, not Tony Collette, Kathleen Peterson dies, I was thinking, oh, how much Tony Collette will be in this? And there's a lot because yeah. of the way the story is told. I was like, oh, I want to see more of Tony Collette. You actually do see a lot of Tony Collette. It's very, very, very good, everybody. <laughs> I would say the other, to reference other documentaries again, when you think you know a lot about a case or you think you know a lot about a story and you're like, oh, I don't want to watch the dramatization because you think you know a lot about it, you could be a staircase genius and you will still want to watch this. I thought the same about The Inventor, that documentary, mm-hmm. like multiple times about Elizabeth Holmes. And I was like, I don't want to watch a drama about it. And then you watch the drama and you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. This is exactly how I felt about The Staircase. Because I'm like, I've seen the documentary. I've listened to podcasts. I think I know the case. The four or five episodes I've watched of this, it's like you forget what you thought you knew. It's and so it's good. the way they probably use creative license to bring some of the elements of their marriage to life and in a way that the documentary couldn't because you never heard from Kathleen. You never yeah. saw her like Tony Collette's at work. She's juggling again the politics in the family with her stepsons and money and you her know, being the breadwinner at the time. Being the main um, breadwinner, which again, even though he was this big author and running for politics, she was actually a very successful businesswoman. Yeah, the dynamics between the children and you imagine it for me it brought aside a point of view for the more murder view rather than the accident view because you did then start to really understand what some of the secrets and lies in this marriage how they might have led to an argument or a big discovery that led to a moment where this supposedly happy couple could have had a really 
big argument. I don't know how much of that is true. That's one kind of one question we should ask HBO because I think if there are 600 hours of documentary film that was shot in making the original Staircase documentary, I was wondering, I don't know, John, if you know, did they participate in this with HBO? Have they had access to all of that? Because some of that backstory stuff for the family, for me, um, is what really elevates this and, and makes yeah. you look at it differently. What I did think was interesting that this series has been in like gestation and development for a long time, by which I mean the drama series has been in development for a very long time. I'm assuming a part of that has just been the research and the getting it to the point that it is today. But what I did think was really interesting was, and we mentioned this with Julia, the star originally attached to play Michael Peterson. Did you know who that was, Ellie? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, yeah, which I thought would, obviously Colin Firth does a brilliant job, but Harrison Ford would have been interesting in this role as well. Colin Firth. Brilliant. Yes, he's fantastic. So we're going to have to come back to this over the next few weeks because as the story progresses, yeah, everyone, again, it's just going to reignite. And I did think Michael Peterson, 2017, there's an element, he gets out of jail. Well, he gets out of jail ages ago, but anyway, 2017, a final stage in the legal case and the appeals case and stuff, but it's going to reopen this all again. I wonder how his his children, all I wanted to think was where are the children now? Who believes which side? Because, you know, they are in court defending different kind of points of view, either kind of believing with two of the aunties that Kathleen was murdered and then, you know, four of the children that are still standing by their father. Where do they stand today? How is this going to rehash stuff? It, It made me go back and think, what did I think when I first watched it versus what do I feel now? And yeah, brilliant. Well, maybe we should chat about it again at once the final episode is out. But shall we discuss its rollout? Yes, yes, yes. That's please. worth noting. Yeah. So it is eight one hour episodes. We're dropping three episodes on May 5th. And then after that, it goes weekly episodes um, with the final episode coming out on June 9th. So yeah, you've got that good three episode meaty start to it and then dropped out weekly after that. Clear the diary, May 5th, three episodes have wikipedia ready yes the fact of the matter is she had some wine and fell you just wander through life going to the gym and yelling at the dogs and spending my money you took the life of the best thing you ever had i haven't even told you half of what we know about germany 25 years ago and nothing happened. You know, there wasn't even any blood. Well, there was some blood, Michael. My ex-wife, everyone. She'll be around all week. The Petersons are crazy. John, having just talked about The Staircase, I don't think anyone's going to have anything other than three episodes of The Staircase to watch this week. But dinner party recommendations... Tell us what else we should watch this week on Binge. Well, it is the season in Australia. We're obviously in the middle of a federal election, which made me do my once every four years rewatch of Game Change. We live in the age of YouTube and the 24-hour news cycle. How else do you think a man who has no major life accomplishments is beating an American hero? We need to create a dynamic moment in this campaign or we're dead. If you are going to seriously consider the governor of Alaska, you have to call her now. This is Sarah. American one! Ali, have you seen? Are you familiar with? No. And I, like, love politics, so bad me. 
this is an excellent TV movie. So it's just, a, it is a relatively quick watch. And it is about the 2008 presidential campaign where McCain went up against Obama. But the film itself is about the selection of Sarah Palin as McCain's mm-hmm. vice presidential mm-hmm. candidate. So Julianne Moore brilliantly portrays Sarah Palin, who's like plucked from obscurity. Well, not really. She was the, you know, governor of Alaska or whatever, but plucked from relative obscurity to like international fame over a number of days, basically. She went from being the governor of Alaska to being um, mocked on SNL by Tina Fey. And yeah, Woody Harrelson plays the sort of campaign manager and Ed Harris plays John McCain and Sarah Paulson plays another one of the sort of campaign staffers. It's just a really good tight TV movie that looks at this quite specific moment during the election. Um, And it's kind of interesting to watch now with a little bit of reflection to see sort of how different politics, especially in the US, was even just a few election cycles ago and kind of what... Sarah Palin and Trump and everything sort of unleashed since then. It's a great retelling of a real life story, a little movie night if you're up for some election themed TV. There's lots of other good political things on binge as well, aren't there, aside from that movie? But I love that that's your pick. Yeah, we've got um we've got a ton of great election documentaries and films, and there's there's even a little a binge center for them for them all. So yeah, dive awesome. in. Cool. Well, I've got a quick one here, an HBO documentary film, a three-part series or film series called The Invisible Pilot, and it's worth a watch. It's got a couple of really interesting elements of it. It's a family who it's effectively a double life. I don't want to give the twist away. A guy disappears, there's drugs, there's cartels, and there's some, yeah, warped family trauma attached to it. So it's a very interesting story. It's a true story about a guy in America in the 70s who allegedly commits suicide off a bridge and then, yeah, the double life that then ensued for many years after CIA, political elements. It's, it's, again, another story where you're like, is this true? But if you've watched things like narcos and if you you kind of into the whole conspiracy theories of the American war on drugs and Reagan and yeah it touches on some really interesting political and historical moments as well so three parts the invisible pilot have you checked it out yet John yeah I have it's produced by Adam McKay our fave ah. who um, obviously did succession and a bunch of other things winning time winning time it's also from the people who made Q into the storm which is another doco series sort of about politics that we've also discussed on the podcast but yeah very twisty it's quite twisty there's a lot going on like you have constant to twists <laughs> almost constant twists yeah. <laughs> I did see a review though that I thought It's kind of a hard one to sum up, so you've done an excellent job, but I did see a review that called this character, this Gary guy who's at the centre of it, sort of like Forrest Gump meets Don Draper because he's like... He's (laughs) He's a selfish um, father. This double life, but then also this like small town guy who ends up, you know, involved in one of the biggest presidential scandals and international politics and... But interesting family trauma but the family he came from and what maybe motivated him and then what the impact it's had on his children and his wife and wives and yeah it's really again couldn't write this stuff but it's yeah. true <laughs> a, a bit like the staircase another sort of narcissistic uh dude yeah much more serious but it's worth a watch if that's your cup of tea gary was a crop duster and the best pilot the top gun program had ever known that's my dad walked away from 11 plane crashes. A special kind of wild man. One morning, we're driving to the country. The car had broken down, and all of a sudden, Gary jumped off the bridge. I knew it was a shot. 
but maybe it wasn't inexplicable. So this week we discussed the staircase, which hopefully you can tell how excited we are about. And uh, we hope we hope that you will check it out because we would love to hear what you think. We also then suggested that you check out Game Change and Ali recommended the three-part doco series, The Invisible Pilots, all of which are streaming now on Binge, which of course you can find on your favorite devices. I'm John Boehm, joined every week by Ali. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was produced by Dan Barrett with audio editing and mixing by Chris Yates. And we'll be back next week with more suggestions. <laughs>